Blog Talk Radio. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Welcome to another broadcast night right here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to the Tony Stalling Show. The Tony Stalling Show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. And now, get ready for an exciting blockbuster Fight the Power episode of Tony Stallings. Right here. Right now. And now, the man himself, Tony Stallings. Rise, we got, got the, the bust of stuff to make you talk. From the hardest of stuff. 
been my redneck for 400 years if you text. Don't worry, me ask for the number one jam. Damn, if I said you can slap me right here. Get it. Let's get this party started right. Right on. Come on. What we got to say. Power to the people, no delay. Make everybody see. In order to fight the power that be. Fight the power, set free! 
Radio Nation, Fight the Power Show. Uh, I'm Tony Stallings, and on in the studios with me on the phone is Mr. Curtis Taylor Sr. of Something for the Fellows. What's going on, Curtis? What's going on, Tony? How are you, big bro? Another day in paradise, man. Anytime we can get on this mic, man, it's another day in paradise. Outstanding. You know, you know my phrase, if it get any better, I couldn't take it. I'm ready. I know, man. I know. Um, I had a short show tonight, man. It's going to be about an hour. I really just wanted to wrap up um, the thing about the uh, black males and um, I can't breathe. Because we got, we got into another direction, Curtis, man. It was a good one, though. It was a good one. I re-listened to that show, and it was powerful, man. You said some things, man. You need to write a book and quote it <laughs> and put that thing out there, man. You was on you was on a roll, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, man, I'm just, uh, you know, it, it, you know, I really uh, give, my, give my hats off to you and give you your kudos because, man, like I said, since I first started this venue and everything, I've always looked at to you as a mentor in this game and especially as a big brother. I mean, our, I feel like our relationship has grown way beyond just the blog talk radio type thing and everything of that nature. And Man, you know, you've always been there as a, a, a listening ear or a, pers- a point of contact I can go to for advice and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm always about giving flowers while you're living. So, hey, man, I'm, j- I'm just appreciative in every opportunity that you extend the invitation for me to uh, co-host with you on your shows. You already know I'm there. Man, I tell you, how much I owe you, Curtis? What can you take checks? Fifty-nine ninety-five. You know, man. I, honestly, there's only two people outside of myself that I know that take this internet radio talk game very seriously, and I've dealt with plenty of. Uh, I think I was talking to you about that. I, I've dealt with plenty of people, man, and um, the co-host that I had. Um, just were not uh, serious about it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you and Tawana Ray. I think I think it's now uh, Tawana Young. Uh, and, she, and if I'm like, she she takes it pretty seriously, and um, and you take it seriously. I have not come across anybody else that when they said, "Hey, man, I'm gonna, uh, 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 you know, we're gonna do a show," or when I asked to do a show, you're there dialed in, I mean, Curtis, man, you're one of the few. It's not many of us out here, and that's because you're doing it from your heart, man. You're doing it from your soul. You're doing it from your insides. It ain't just something that you're just doing just to pass time. And, man, I, that's what attracted me to 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 your radio likeness, man, because I would listen to your shows, man, and you did them with such passion. You always had a good guess, and, and I'm waiting on the return. I know you had done like me. You Kind of backed away a little bit uh, with 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 a, a recent passing of of your mom, and then you know, and and but I always said, man, when that happens, God puts something in you like a seed that comes back, and it's gonna be even more powerful, man. So that that's exactly what it is, Curtis, man. You you're one of the most you, you I can't I can't think of nobody else that I work with that takes it that serious, and and you're like me. You, you see what I'm saying? Oh man, I again I, I, I thank you for those words, man. That that's just words of encouragement that I I definitely take to heart and things of that nature, you know, and, and you know, you're right. I kinda 
when my mom passed away, you know, my mom died October the seventh, uh, and we buried her on October the fourteenth of this year. And you know, it's like I just had to take some time away to, you know, it was, it was more of a reflectionary period for myself. You know, not to say that I was grieving because I I, I do know for a fact where my mom is, and she left behind no unfinished business. But right. you know, as human nature as human beings and especially you know mom is mom you know i lost my father in 89 and uh and i was at a young age of 16 and then you know mom was always there and then you know so right. i just had to go go through my little process as any other human being would but then you right. know i thought about it you know it's like um like okay this past thanksgiving i ended up spending it alone but you know normally my masonic lodge uh george dover brashdale number 28 here in decatur shout out to the bros we uh, mm-hmm. normally feed the community every Thanksgiving, and I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna do it this year. And mm-hmm. then I was, I was reminded. They was like, well, Kurt, that's what your mom was about. Even, you know, it's a in a real quick story. We can get to the show. It's like even mm-hmm. when my mom was on her deathbed in the hospital in Lake Charles, Louisiana, it was a situation where a young lady was having thoughts of committing suicide. And you know, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. mention any names or anything like that. And uh, she reached out to my big sister Angie, and um. Angie actually, my mom actually asked my sister to put the young lady on the phone with her while my mom was on her actual deathbed and prayed with this young lady and Hmm. counseled this young lady and made her do a whole 360. So, you know, it's all about service with me. You know, like I said, man, you can can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to show up. You know, you said just a minute ago, um, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to get to the show. This is the show, man. <laughs> Whatever you say is the show, Curtis. And that kind of stuff right there, man, is exactly why we're here, man, to let people know that there are people out there, man, that, like you said, uh, is she, your mom is on. Now, now, that's a very unselfish act right there, man, you know, because you, you would think you want to bury in your own pity, but that's why she's in a better place, man. That's why we, we're looking up to her, man, because of acts like that. That's powerful, man. That's a powerful testimony, bro. I, I got to hand it to you. I didn't know that, man. That's, I'm glad you shared that. I'm I mean, you, I mean, you know, that. it is it, it it what I what I've learned, and you know what I'm still learning, you know, because you know every day you should gain some type of insight or knowledge about something. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if, if 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 something whether it's a personal uh, act that's that or or situation that you're going through. I mean, any type of vehicle that you can use to impose some type of knowledge on someone else or some type of encouragement on someone else, even if it may hit a sore spot within yourself, but you have the the bravery and the the wherewithal to do so, you should do it every time, man. Wow, that's the truth there, and that's that's that gets back to what 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 you uh, and and I are are doing, man. It, it, you know, I uh, I look at what. I look around and I, I noticed today I was looking, watching at CNN, and they've drifted away from the Ferguson, they've drifted away from Eric Garner, they've drifted away from the Twelve Yo, and it's like they're waiting on another movie to come up, another movie to happen. But as brothers like you, man, and 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 I strive to be like that myself, man. Where these kind of things, man, it, it's not going to go away, and people are looking at. They, I think CNN has become a stage, man. It's become a, a, a something that that gives us the next thing to think about. 
and they've drifted away from Ebola, they've drifted away from ISIS, and, and they're kind of like in limbo, so they're waiting on something else to happen. And it's like, Curtis, we wait on, the, we wait on CNN to tell us what they care about. And I'm not trying to be down on the media, man, because we're the media, but I'm just not giving up. We were discussing before the show some of these episodes and, and uh, that we're going to be doing in the future, man, and, and um, um, like Fight the Power, um, like I was telling you, that's, that's a show that that I you know just about all the fight the powers I've done have have had you uh, co-hosting, but it's a show that is designed for people like yourself and and uh, even uh, uh, Doctor Benjamin when when she calls in Doctor Angela Benjamin and uh, uh, a couple of more whoever Cam to give an an open door avenue for us to discuss these things and give out ideas. And, and Curtis, man, last week I had somebody uh, uh, listen blow by blow to the show, and they were so into uh, a lot of the things that were brought out. So I, this show here, honestly, I listened to when I re listened to last show, and I listened to my shows after I do them. I got it. I got to admit, I put them on the MP3 Curtis, and I go out walking or exercising in the gym, and I listen to it like I'm a you know never heard it before. And um, I, I kind of after I heard it, I, I heard something that I, I you know kind of wanted to expand on again, brother. I was out with my son. We got a little crit up in the attic, right? A squirrel, I think. I hope <laughs> I hope it's a squirrel. And uh, scurrying around, scratching. So, we you know, when I was growing up, Curtis, we used to take pellet guns and BB guns and shoot squirrels out of trees. You ever do that when you was a little, a little younger? You know what I mean? Oh, man, all, all the yeah. time. Growing up in Lake Charles, Louisiana, bro, I would go in the backyard. We had, you know, yeah. It, it, Growing up, you had the the one BB gun. It was the name brand was the Daisy. Everybody yeah, had a yeah. Daisy. If you fi- you you could find a Daisy BB gun in the in, yeah. on the side of the road in a garbage can anywhere, and it would still be working. You know, for for the folks who had a little bit of money, you know, they they yeah. got the little pellet gun, the little Benjamins or whatever. But everybody had that little Daisy where you had to cock it with the handle. You swing out and in. Oh man, yeah, we, we, the Daisy. But, yeah. But when we shot the squirrels, we ate the squirrels. Yeah, so it, well, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't just target practice for us. We was gonna eat them things. Yeah, my 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 great grandfather, Bishop Bonner. Uh, I I had the privilege as a young kid to see him uh, skin a squirrel, and that, that freaked me out first time I saw that man. But you're right, uh, people. It's, it's, it don't just happen on Beverly Hillbillies. People skin squirrels, and they, I've I've had some uh, at one time. I know when when we were doing that. But the other day, man, we were. Um, we were. I, I told him. I said, "Well, get your BB gun, because we saw a squirrel leave out and go up in the trees." And as I was out there aiming at the squirrel, shooting at him in my front yard, Chris, who's 14, who does a lot of the announcing here on the, on the station, but Chris said, um, "Hey, hey, uh, be careful, because the police might come by and might shoot you." And you know, for having a BB gun. And I thought about what he said. And um, I, I actually, Curtis, became a little more aware, not of neighbors, not of anybody coming to do any harm, but of the police. And I said, wow, what we said is true. Um, I can't uh, I can't walk around anymore. We, we virtually are prisoners. And I, about that time, I watched a documentary 
squarely we're talking about. The things, Curtis, that has been in black, that have been in black men's and ladies' hands when they got shot to death, um, they mistaken. They, the police have mistaken a lot of wallets. That guy in New York, I don't know if you remember, some years ago, went oh, yeah. for his wallet. Oh, yeah. They shot yeah. him forty-one times. Yes, sir. Amadillo, uh, what is his name? Amadillo Diallo. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. He was and shot. I, and I know I just slaughtered his name, but yeah, I know exactly. But man, yeah. you know, it, it, it's amazing you brought that point up because you know, you know how we always do our research and everything, and it was like they they actually had a video. I mean, it's been people that have been shot for reaching for wallets, uh, combs, uh, pagers. Uh, yeah. One person had a, and, and it was just amazing. They had remember what we used to call the fight the power picks. Where yeah, he just reached yeah, in his the, back pocket to get his pick with the fist on it. He was just going to pick his hair. Bam, yeah. gun down. But uh, one thing, not in, and we we're going to get back to what we we're talking about. Did you see on CNN today? What I was impressed with, you know, that the staff, the congressional staffers, walked out on Capitol Hill today For what? in a form of as a form of solidarity. To, and, and, and the way the uh, one I can't remember which one that was interviewed, and and he said, and uh, of course it was majority African American or black. I don't I, I hate that term African American. I'm black. I ain't I never been to Africa. I mean, right, right, been, right, exactly. Well, I take that back. I've been on the African continent because I had to go to Egypt for two weeks. But right, I had right. a situation in Germany as a United States soldier where. Me and a group of my guys were jumped by Africans, but that's a whole other story right there. Wow. But anyway, they uh, the all of the black staffers on uh, the congressional staffers on the Hill walked out from their jobs. They just said, you know what? But there was their way of showing solidarity. And when uh, one uh, congressman was interviewed, and he said that it wasn't, you know, necessarily about the Eric Gardner or the. Um, or the uh, Tamir Price, or the uh, uh, Mike Brown, or the other si- numerous situations we can name them on and on and on. He said we're just doing this as a show of solidarity that all of the madness needs to stop. And I was, wow. I was pretty impressed by. It. Oh yeah, I mean they actually left Capitol Hill. They were on actually on the steps of the Capitol. Of the, man, you man, you got to pull it up when you got when you get a chance. I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I was I, I said now that took. A lot of a lot of intestinal fortitude, if you would, because I mean, it's no telling what type of backlash they're going to face from doing it. If there would be some, I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't heard of anything as of yet. But I was pretty impressed to those uh, congressmen and congresswomen to take that stance that they did today. Wow, I didn't know that. I, I have been so tied up in other things today. I really hadn't had a chance to. Uh... To check the to check the news out, I'm gonna definitely pull it up later. And you know, and you 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 getting right to the point I was really heading toward anyway. It's a, it, it's it's a black issue, yes, but then again, it's a person issue, it's a people issue because uh, yes, we're treated differently, but at the same time, the police are still. Uh, I mean, they 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 they're taking on almost a police state type. Uh, Mentality, man, and, it, and it's you look at other countries that picked up that frame of mind and it sort of ran with it. And it, if it migrates, Curtis, over the next couple of years, it could get ugly. And uh, 
that's that that's something that I would hate for you know our children and their children to have to grow up in a police state ain't nothing nice. But right, you right. get the oh, way man. you can. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm piggybacking off what you just said. You're totally correct in that assessment. But oh, the, yeah. the thing that I was I was telling the group today, matter of fact, like I said, I, after work, I mean, I was running. I mean, I, I was looking forward to the night's broadcast. But you, you know, I got my hands in so many things, and then you know we. And then the conversation that I had with the other brother, we we gonna keep that. But uh, we we about to shock the world with something else. But we gonna keep that under our hats for the time being. But uh, we about to take this thing to another level, so to speak. Yeah, but you yeah, know it's yeah, yeah. You know it's like oh man, it's uh, you know everybody's still, you know, just in a not even in a debate, just a general discussion, to where you know different ideas are, are, are thrown back and forth on what should we do this that and other and. Uh, actually, a couple of young ladies that I work with that are, uh, well, actually, there's one young lady. She's a member of uh, Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated uh, sorority, okay. and uh, another young lady that I work with who's actually a, a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority okay. incorporated. And you know, it came yeah. out that they had um, memorandums that came out. You know, one was from the AKAs and one was from the Delta, saying that you know they didn't want them if they were going to participate. In in protest or rallies or whatever the case may be, not to wear their letters, and I was like, wow. And then you know I could see both sides of the coin in their arguments. They were like, because should someone should an incident arise where someone is hurt, then they don't want their letters being um, labeled with that type of situation. Or someone will say, well, you know what, I, I got I got hurt by AKA or Delta. You know, what I'm saying we're going to sue the sorority. You know, so, so I understand from that standpoint. But at the same time, as long as it's of a nonviolent nature, I would I wouldn't see the problem. So you know, it's kind of a catch twenty situation. With uh, and then you know, yeah. I, I had also heard later in the day that supposedly there was a memorandum, and, and I know you're uh, a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Mm-hmm. So I was I was going to pose that question: Had had you heard anything? Because supposedly they were saying it was going to be a memorandum put out to. All the uh, members of the Divine Nine. No, I, I haven't as of yet. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's coming though. I wonder if that's my phone. I'm sure it's coming though, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But I'm wondering, do you? I mean, I honestly, I honestly can't see. Do you see a light in the tunnel with these protests? Is it making a difference? Is it changing anything? I, I mean, really, honestly. Where are we going with it? I know, I know, protests worked in the '60s, but mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna have to. I mean, I don't see the, I don't see a change, and, and I'm kind of going out on a limb with that. Is there something else we can do? Perhaps you think? I mean, is there, are you noticing a change? What I'm, what I'm seeing is the, 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 the consistency of the protests. They're, they're, they're still doing protests as we speak daily. But my only hope, no, 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 let me reword that. My my fear is that eventually, as every, as we've discussed so many times on countless other broadcasts, that, that the, 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 the ferocity of these demonstrations and everything of that nature will fizzle out to where, okay, people are going to go back to their normal nine-to-fives, their everyday lives and things of that nature. But what I'm hoping that some sort of 
uh, how, how do I want to word it, some sort of grassroots coalition can be formed out of this that will, whether, whether, whether it's a, whether it's a, a a watchdog type group or something, you know where I'm going with it, man. It, it's yeah, some, yeah. Some type of grassroots coalition can come out of all the, the protests and the the rallying and the, the 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 walking out on the jobs and things of that nature to where, because you know, as you brought out in the '60s, they would form committees. Okay, you you the watchdog group to make sure that we got this voting rights thing going on. You the watchdog group for the the civil rights aspect. You know they had all these, these 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 this collective, collaborative faction of people that were dedicated. That's that's the key thing right there. You, you have to be dedicated and you have to be persistent. And if you're going to make this happen, but you know I, my hope is that now do I? Yeah, I I, I feel like it's going to happen. But it's going to take something of that nature to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I look back on it. I was remembering in the '60s. I grew up in in Selma, and right, right. I've seen uh, some of the protests. And the differences to me were uh, people had dedicated their lives to pushing for civil rights. Uh, and we had a we had a direction, we had a goal, we had a one thing we were pushing for. We had anti Viet Vietnam War demonstrators at the same time. Uh we had people pushing for women's rights at the same time. And all of this sort of meshed together at the same time. And uh a lot of the young you know, most of the protesters, Curtis, were young folks and the young people were going to jail. And uh, today, uh, I'm seeing uh, a kind of a mixture. But this, these crowds, the, the protesters, uh, I don't see any organ. How can I put this? I don't see any direction, a goal. I, I, I see the demonstrations, and I, and what you're saying is that you're hoping that out of it will form some type of grassroots, but. We didn't have to hope for that in the 60s. Uh, that was the grassroots. That was uh, uh, the the element to change things. And, and I just, I'm kind of concerned that they're protesting for the sake of protesting, if, if that makes sense. It's just, it's not, I don't see any direction or goal, like this for the civil rights. And you were asked, well, what are they protesting for? Okay, we we didn't get an indictment. So now what? And I think the last show I talked about, and I didn't get to that, and I don't have my papers with me, with this system that that we got, Curtis, with the non-indictments for killing people, and I talked about how monolithic lash from civil rights coming in the near future, we're here now. So it looks like we need to be heading at this thing, not not just begging for indictments, not not asking to arrest people, Looks like we need to go a step higher now and say, okay, how can we change that thing to where they can't throw it to the grand jury and the grand jury just throw it out? Maybe we need, you're right, maybe we need some kind of organized grassroots uh, uh, citizen committee that can override grand juries. You, you, something where we can get a level playing because this ain't working, man. I, I just do not see. Where are we going with this? I, I, I really wish I could. I don't know if we got any callers because I'm not on that screen. 
yeah, we got plenty of them, but I don't see how that's working. I'm going out on a limb here, but I don't. And and I'm thinking, right. okay, we're we're doing the shows, and we're organizing. And I think uh, there was an organ, there was a rally here. They call them die-in. A friend of mine, I believe in Georgia, told me about a die-in that they that was having. They were having, and uh, I heard about it. And they said, well, it was very organized. That the people were were in this mall area, and uh, I believe this person is listening now. But they said they were in this mall area. Uh, might have been a school, and Curtis. They said when they when they left, they left drawings. You know how they chalk the bodies laying on the ground. They left right, all these right. drawings of chalks on the ground, and they left. And I said, "Wow!" And I thought about it before I did the show. I'm like, "Well, what did that do? How did that change anything?" I think we got another caller here that wants to speak, and I believe this is uh, Angela. Is that you, uh, Angela? Three three four. Yes, it is. How are y'all? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank How are you very, tonight? Thank you very much. I, I, I'm doing well. I had a long but a very productive day, and uh, I, I queued in to, just to let you know I saw your post, and I'm here, and I'm listening. Okay. Let me ask you this before you duck out and get busy. Okay. <laughs> what, um, and, and, uh, and, and, um, what, I, I'm, I was telling Curtis, and we were discussing this, and, and I just don't see where we are with the protests. I, I can't feel that. I can't see a direction we're going in. I can't mm-hmm. feel an, an organization. I don't see a, a – we're, we're doing it sporadically in different states. And Curtis mm-hmm. brought up a good point. He said, well, maybe out of this can come some mm-hmm. sort of grassroots effort to get us in a direction. And, and that's about the most intelligent response I've heard. But mm-hmm. do you see any direction? You know, in the 60s, I said this, I don't know if you heard it. In Selma in the 60s, the direction was really to give us civil rights. And the Vietnam protesters, the women's rights protesters, all of us sort of galvanized together at Washington and they made a push for civil rights. Well, I don't see that now. I do not see it. I see a lot of loose connections. And I was telling Curtis, maybe we need to go above this begging them to indict people and go above and try to get something started at the court level, maybe some kind of, uh, like Curtis says, grassroots or something. But are you seeing it? Do you see the direction? Do you know where they're heading with this? Um, that's a sweeping question there because I I, I see the movement. Um, when and and when I'm saying movement, I mean actual movement going on. Um. In my news feed, I, I see it when I talk to people concerning it. I, I know that there is something going on, um, so I can tell that, and it, it's getting big. Whatever it is, it is, and I think that's to your point is we have not defined it, uh, what we want. Whatever it is, it, it, it's getting bigger, and until we right. uh, do come together and, and, and find that coordinator, uh of all of these events, and I, I've been calling them events lately, <clears throat> until we uh, find the coordinator of all these events to kind of bring these pieces of the puzzle together because you got, you have one group that, that, that may think that justice means uh, this and another group thinks justice means that. What do we want? Justice. When do we want it? We want it now. Well, justice to you may look different. Justice uh, to me may look different. Uh, so 
some some heads need to come together. One of the things I think that people are doing is uh, they're looking for Malcolm and they're looking for Martin, and oh, Malcolm is not coming. Yeah. Martin right. is not coming. Um, Malcolm and Martin came even later in their era. These little things were going on. Um, I came in, uh, Tony, when you were saying you grew up in Selma in the 60s. I was born in the 60s, but I kind of, I grew up in the 70s. Let me put it like that, because I was born in 68. So right. I knew nothing of that. You know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. Uh, people are waiting um, for Malcolm and Martin, but then you all, there there were things going on already that the retired, about to call them the retired teachers, they're retired now. But the teachers' union and all these things were already going on, and what happened was, and it happens a lot, what happened was somebody found somebody that could stamp their name on it. So Martin was stamped, uh, and Rosa was stamped in Montgomery, and we and, and, and we know uh, the story behind all of that and how they chose Ro- Rosa over uh, Miss Claudette. And so they're looking for somebody to stamp that name and say, you are the leader, lead us to the promised land, we're going to follow you. But before that, remember now, all these small groups were doing things before the media got it. They were already doing things, and a coordinator came. And in these instances that we're talking about, chosen coordinators came, stamped their their name on it, and then you had a movement, like a a movement, but there was movement already going on. I I don't know if I'm rambling or not. But there was movement already going on. Different people groups of people were doing different things but they were they were trying to push toward the same goal and then then came the Messiah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. You know, I was thinking back as you were talking on October sixteenth. 1995. Does anybody know what happened? Anybody remember what happened? I'll tell you. October what? In October the 16th, 1995, one of the largest gatherings in history of African Americans took place. It was the Million Man March. March. Right. And I look back on it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think back on it, and I thought people kept saying before what's happened, oh, it's going to be some shooting, it's going to be some stabbing, somebody's going to get hurt, it's going to be some shooting, somebody's going to step on somebody's foot. It was a peaceful gathering. Crowd estimated, you know, the the news reporters were, were saying, given a lower number, 400,000 I think was the lowest. The highest number I heard from people on the scene from the grassroots was 1.1 million. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of, some people shunned it because it was organized by Louis Farrakhan. And uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. but it had a lot of supporting. Ben Chavis, uh, Jesse Jackson, Rosa Parks, Cornel West. Uh, let me see, Mary Angelou, Marion Barry. Um, it 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 pushed for a positive black male role model in the community. It was one of the. Mm-hmm. I I was impressed by it. I really was. I, the point I'm making is that it we latched on to that. I, I, before that, the only other person I know that garnered that much support was Dr. Martin Luther King and mm-hmm. Malcolm X. And you're mm-hmm. right, they're waiting on that. And that's that. That's something that I'm looking at now 
in retrospect, Million Man March was was uh was uh what about twenty years ago? Uh, a little somewhere up in there, ninety five, two thousand right about twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, nineteen years, years ago. Well, I think it's time. You know, uh, lot, some some people of color said, "Well, why do we need a leader? We don't need a leader. White people don't have a leader." But at the same time, we do need some type of uh, group, grassroots effort, maybe a person or whatever, to put us in a direction. Because we just don't have a direction. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm not trying to be any less positive than anybody else. I'm, I'm out on a limb with this thing. I do not see a direction. You were going to say something, Curtis? Yeah, what, what you know, I agree with definitely. I mean, and uh, and good evening, Your Honor. <laughs> you are so funny. How are you, sir? I, I'm doing. I'm, I am. I am just ec- ecstatic to be graced with your presence right now. But uh, <laughs> you know, I had to get you. But uh, <laughs> you know what, what? You know, and and this is just me thinking outside of the box, Tony and Angela. Mm-hmm. What, what I'm hoping mm-hmm. for, and and you know, and, and like I say, it can start with anybody. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. um, but as long as this, this thing, whatever should derive from all of this, and whether it be a, a, a collaborative effort from a, a group of tens, twenties, hundreds, thousands, whatever the case may be, as long as it's not agenda-driven, that, yeah. that's that's the thing that just keeps popping my head. As long as it's not, well, what can I get out of doing this? As long as it's mm-hmm. that, that, that deep, genuine sincerity about making changes – you know, and, and, and about doing the right things and and staying staying in the fight. I mean, it, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but you know, I, I think that's why um, um, the, the intelligence of the movement then, y'all. If we think about it, it was so phenomenal uh, because they they chose their leaders very very carefully. Um, and we know why the person before Rosa uh, was was not chosen uh, because they wanted other people to buy in. It has to be a buy in for it to sustain itself. Just just look, uh, it's not 1965 anymore, but it has sustained itself. And you have to stamp it correctly. It can't can't be agenda driven, uh, but you're gonna have people in there with agendas all the time. That's just how we are, but it cannot be agenda-driven. And so that coordinator, that person that um, Tony keeps talking about, to bring it all together or that group or that organization or whoever, uh, to bring it all together has to be carefully chosen. And we know that Malcolm was chosen from the from the leaders. We know that uh, um, Miss Parks was chosen from among the leaders who got together and say, no, it's going to have to be her because um, she's a little bit different than this other lady. So it's, it's going to be, have to be her face <clears throat> on this boycott, this uh, bus boycott movement. Her face is have to be, it's going to have to be stamped on it for other people who don't look like us to buy into it, uh, for the, the powers that be to to buy into it. We're going to put this particular face on it. So it's going to be it's going to take some strategic planning, and people feel like I think I, I know we feel the urgency here. I think, but I think we need to step back and say, okay, all right, we need to pull everybody together. We're scattered um, abroad. We're in the wilderness now, and, and and just like the people of God, we're asking for a leader, and so they need to step back and carefully choose that leader. 
uh, you know, or leaders. I I can see it, Angela. I I can see it. Uh, I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, okay. With Trayvon Martin came and Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric right. Garner came and Eric Garner's leaving. Uh, we've got a 12 year old boy that came and he left faster than the other two. And we're mm-hmm. we're we're going we're protesting and God knows I'm not saying that it's 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 not good to do that. I I think it has its place. I think like mm-hmm. Curtis was saying and like you alluded to sure. it it keeps it out there. It keeps it on the forefront. It keeps it on the burner. Sure. But I just wished I, I there was a direction I could see. Now there may be a direction. I just don't mm-hmm. see it. In the sixties, mm-hmm. it was clear the direction was civil mm-hmm. rights. We want civil rights. We want a mm-hmm. right to vote. We want a right to be able to represent ourselves. Mainly, the same thing they asked for when they found this country, basically when we separated from England. But now mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what do we really want? Because if they go out and make the next killing, and CNN picks picks one and goes, okay, that one, put it on all over the air. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna start protesting again, and and, and it's sort of like, mm-hmm. how can I put this? It, um, it's like if you if if you th- if you throw rocks, I like the squirrel I got in the attic. We got a squirrel in the attic. When it first started doing it, and we could beat the wall, boom, 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 and it'll stop scratching. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now when we beat the wall, it goes ha. That ain't doing nothing, and it's gonna keep scratching. Y'all ain't y'all ain't gonna do nothing but beat the wall. Right, and so I'm wondering now, okay. The, the the violent aspect, we, we we said, okay, no more violence, but the court system going to let, let them protest, let them march. They, they don't, they're not going in any direction. They're not asking for anything to change. Just let them do it. And we, you know, just keep killing people and send them to grand jury. You, and I'm, right. you know what I'm saying? And so I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, know, I, I know exactly what you're saying. We, we, we are reacting again. We are reacting. Uh, we never strategize to sit down and and, um, and and I'm using we loosely because I I know for a fact there are people sitting down and strategizing, but, You're right. You're um, but right. in the broader sense of things, we are not uh, strategizing, sitting down at the table and being proactive and uh, you know uh, we're not being preventive. We're always intervening. Um, after the fact, and so we need. What is our position? Do we even have a position on certain things? Do we know what our position is? Has anybody written the position? So, and what do we do in time of crisis? Where's the manual? And 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 I'm not meaning a written book. Actually, there could be a written book, but right here, where where's the manual? This happens, and then. Tony Stalin's up there in Birmingham is to mobilize, blah, 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 and he's to go to D.C. and he's to do this and he's to do that. And and Curtis, wherever he is, when this happened, Curtis immediately, he knows that he is in charge of X, Y, Z, and he knows to get on the horn or whatever. So what is the plan? What is the strategic plan? Right. You know, right. Angela, if I could chime in on that, just to piggyback off what you're saying. What, and, again, this he, is – Totally my and I'm being totally opinionated right now. Sure, yes. What, what, what I think a lot of the problem is, we got eye problems. Mm-hmm. I really believe oh, yeah. that we have eye problems. It's it's always well, what, what how is it going to benefit me? What can right. I get out of it? What well, if I do this, what's going to be the outcome of it? You know, 
like I, like when uh, before you even came on the air, you know, it was a conversation that Tony and I were talking about earlier. You can you you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to show up. But at the That's same right. time, again, <laughs> you you can't have that agenda, that hidden agenda, or be a and take I out of the way. If it's not right. about the, the the collectiveness or the we of this issue, don't even get involved. Mm-hmm. And, right. Uh, and, and I totally agree. It, and it has to start somewhere. If if it started with with your honor, myself and Tony tonight, and we just mm-hmm. formed a, a, a three person. And I know uh, Jacob hit me on Facebook a minute ago. I know he's listening on the air. If it, and I'm mm-hmm. just using this as an example. If it took mm-hmm. us, and there and there is, and, and uh, as you mentioned, the manual, there is a blueprint mm-hmm. for this. All, mm-hmm. all it has to be. Yeah. The only thing that has to take place is the blueprint has to be formulated. You have to mm-hmm. see the vision, embrace the vision, and then make that vision a reality. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's true. I mean. Absolutely. I mean. I mean that's true. I I just. I don't want to harp on that too much longer, but but um, but it kind of it kind of jolted me when I when I thought about it because ah uh, it's like spinning a, a wheel and and not getting anywhere. I had a point I wanted to make on that, but at 50 years old, sometimes it just goes in one end out, out the other side. I don't know what I want to say. 50 but I, yeah. I, <laughs> but I do, but but I do, I I, I do, I do look back on this, and um, I, I'm thinking about like with what we're doing. Uh, it's not, uh, it, it's 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 all. Uh, what's that? What's that word that I hear? Uh, people of that are not of color. It's surreal to me. It, it's surreal mm-hmm. when. Mm-hmm. When we, when 1960, when my great grandfather allowed them to use Brown Chapel, Bishop Ice Bonner allowed the city to use Brown Chapel. There were the the, the there were death threats at at my home because they had told churches that if they allowed assemblies at that time, that they would cut them off funding or they would uh, uh, or worse would happen. We had death threat the house, so mm-hmm. we were in a and uh, uh, all of us were aligned in an effort because there was an obvious enemy, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. we had this. We wasn't invisible, uh, and then when the march happened, the enemy chased women and children on horseback back mm-hmm. to the church. Now. It's almost like we are in a Vietnam type situation where you don't really know who the enemy is. The enemy mm-hmm. were the same enemies we had then. The government, in some fa- in some shape, form, or fashion. And I know my show just got tagged because I said that. Now I'm going to be watched by the CIA. The <laughs> but now that's the direction it seems to be heading in. And so I don't know where this is going. I really don't. I do know that the 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 protests are getting some kind of leeway, but the the premise of this show that I did it was a short show was to kind of talk about how that I'm not giving up at this level and we're not giving up at this level. And Curtis made a good point about us just kind of getting together, uh, uh, doing what we do, and kind of moving forward. I, I'm not against protesting. But I'm just kind of like, kind of throwing this out there. How can we get on another level? 
How can we get above where we are? You, you know, Tony, really, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, I really had not planned on. I got, uh, I got quite, I got some callers that want to talk. I really didn't want to do this. I kind of wanted. I, some nights I just want to ramble, um, but I think I'm going to take one call. Um, yeah, take one. I'm kind of blind. I'm doing it on the blind. So four one four, you are on the Soul of America Radio. Yeah, what's going on? This is hey, what's going on? From Milwaukee. Hey. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, what's Good going evening. on? Thank you. Thank you. So what's on your mind? Um, well, actually, um, I had ran across this site. Actually, Jacob had uh, he had posted it in Sex Battles on Facebook, and you mentioned something about the protests or whatever. Yeah. And I yeah. also got some. I got some mixed feelings behind that because right. my thing is, you know, with the Trayvon, with the the Michael Brown and, you know, and, and so forth, so forth, you know, it's good that everybody protests and don't get me wrong, you know, everybody right. want to fight the power. Right. Everybody want to, you know, um, they want to make a difference. I understand that part. But my thing is with black folks is it becomes short term. It lasts mm-hmm. for a month and then it goes away. And, you know, I was watching CNN, I was watching, um, it was another uh, site that I was looking at, but what black folks' problem is, is it, they have a short-term memory. And the thing is, this this whole injustice issue is not going to, it's, it's not going to go away, you know what I'm saying, right. because somebody else is going to be killed. And so right. what are you going to do? When that happens, what you're going to go back on the corner? You're going to protest again? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. seriously, what you're doing is if you're not going to be if you're not going to be part of the solution, then you, then pretty much the problem is not going to go away. You need a long term issue in order to fight the 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 government because you're right, the government is our enemy. The government right. keeps brainwashing us. Always want to like make sure that. We keep a one-track mind, and that's why they keep defeating us every time we turn around. They know that black folks is not going to do shit. They are, excuse my language, but they know that, and that's why I sit back and I just, I just look at, I just be like, oh my god. Well, I mean, really, we can't stay on this, this, this one-track mind. We can't because we're being killed every single day. It's going to be another, another. Trayvon. It's going to be another Michael Brown. I mean. Yeah, and another distraction is, and, and I'm, I'm, another major distraction, and, and you sound a little a little younger than me, but another major distraction we got now that we didn't have then is this freaking social media. Social yeah. media means I can sit at home and type hashtag I can't breathe and I'm supporting. Then I can just leave my computer, walk around the house. Uh, well, did you do anything? Yeah, man, I put hashtag I can't breathe, so I'm in full. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, really, that's what they do. Uh, when when when, they, when those girls were missing over in the, that African town, just hashtag bring our girls home. Then you go home and you do right. You hashtag do. I support you. No, that's not yeah. good enough. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's what we. That's our frame of mind is. Uh, well, let me see. Let me come up with a good hashtag for this thing. Okay. Tap, 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 tap. Put it on your Facebook page and it's oh look, look Tony supports it. That's we didn't have that in the sixties. We we didn't have a hashtag. 
You had to get your butt out. You know, out I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you, Tony. This is, it, it, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's funny, but it's not funny. I'm, I'm so laughing at you. But, I mean, um, but he, he's right. I mean, all these hashtags or whatever, and then you think you supporting somebody? I mean, really? And then you make up. And then, and then this is what miss, this is what really pisses me off. You go around and you talking about, well, fight the power and then all this other crap. But then you see another video on Facebook and you see these two, two, these two hood bras, whatever, fighting and shit. But yeah, you up there talking about that? Oh well, well, black people are dying, but okay, well, what about this black on black crime? Why, why are you not protesting that? Oh, that must be. Oh, that's his oh, everyday that's life. So I'm gonna ignore that. Yeah, that's another well, show me, that you're let, right. Let me challenge you all. Let, let me challenge you all to think about our, our differences, even on this phone, and our expertise, even on this phone. I think that everybody, we all have a job to do. Whether we we call it mediocre, whether we laugh at it, uh, whether it's funny to us, we all have a job to do. That's what that's what makes the vehicle move. So it, even if it, at the smallest level. All somebody can do is put up the hashtag. Guess what? Uh, somebody was not aware until they saw the hashtag. So guess what? They're going to go research. Why does everybody keep putting up this I can't breathe crap in my news feed? Why is it on Twitter? Why is it? And so somebody's going to go find out. I was laughing. It, it was definitely funny, uh, Tony. But we all have a place in this. And some of us, to whom much is given, much is required. We have to do more because more is given and is poured into us, if you, if you want to see a picture like that. But because yeah. we're so scattered and because we're all figuring out or either laughing at the job of somebody else, we're not doing our own. And the thing is, we got to come in we and coordinate. It's, it's, it's so important. Such a little small word. But it's so important, the coordination of things. Um, right. That's just one of the things I was born with. you got to know what it is that is your niche. But mine is a gift, and I coordinate. And I can't tell you how important the coordinator of things is because they bring out the smallest, the least of them, again, they bring out the greatest of them, and they put them at the same table and make the plan work. So we all have a job to do, no matter how small or how great it is, and I think we need to consider that uh, when we're at the table and make it work. Hey, look, we're going to lose the Internet audience in about 50 minutes, and I'm going to go into overtime just a minute, meaning that anybody on the phone will be able to continue to listen. So if you're on the Internet, and you want to continue to listen to us, dial in at 323-784-9638. It should be above the the player that you're listening to us on. You can dial into that number. In 30 seconds, you're going to lose us. But we're going to go just a little bit over because i got a one more, one or two more callers I wanted to get in. So uh, you're going to lose us in about 20 seconds, but we'll still be available for those on the uh, on the phone, 323-784-9638, if you want to get in on a conversation. Four, Four seven zero. There you go. Hey. Four seven zero. Hey. You on? You on Souls of Mac Radio? What's up, guys? It's Jacob. Hey, uh, hey what's oh up, man? I had to. I had to jump <laughs> in. I didn't hurt my producer on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Oh, you sorry, good? I had to get my life together. I had to jump in. Yo, we. 
like like I said, we've been talking about this on my show as well. And like for real, for real, I think me personally think that young people need to jump in and start doing our part. I'm starting to see a lot of social media um even with the, the shirts, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I posted in Sex Battles, I posted on my page. There are shirts now being uh, made with the I Can't Breathe logo on it. And it's just like, hey, and you know shirt. what? And Jake, and Jake, Jake, look, you know what? That is cool. As a matter of fact, I would wear a shirt to Time Warner Cable if I could. But, you know, hey, <laughs> that's going outside, the, you know, the, their policy or whatever. But, I, you know, I saw those shirts, and I think, you know, it's awesome. Like LeBron James, he was wearing that shirt. Um, mm. it, it was a other couple of uh, professionals that was – I'm sorry, not a professional, but a couple of celebrities that was wearing that shirt as well. But, you know, as I was telling Tony, if, if that's – What's your name is, right, Tony? Yeah, Tony. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah, like I was telling Tony before um, before you came on, the problem is is when we keep protesting, it's always for the short term. And I hope this time that it's for the long term. It, I mean, I don't care how long we have to protest this, but it has to be, it has to be noted that there cannot be another Michael Brown. There cannot be another Trayvon because it's like ever since those two murders happened, it's like my blood pressure has been going up and up and up and up. And also I'm doing something in my community as well. Um, I think it's going to be next year in May that we're going to have like a little rally in, in Milwaukee, uh, you know, to fight back, mm-hmm. um, um, yeah, violence. Because, you know, Milwaukee is a very segregated city in the state of Wisconsin. So if I can do my part, huh? What's your name again? Because you asked me mine. What was your name My name is Chris. Chris, look, man, there's another element to this phrase thing. Um, The I am Trayvon Martin, the I can't breathe. There's money behind those shirts, man. I mean, people aren't just doing them for the heck of it. They're making money, yeah. uh, so I'm I'm wondering now if that's not just a. I know it's the, the greater good that they're doing it for, but yet still mm-hmm. there are people that sit back and go, oh good, yeah, I can't breathe. Uh, print that up, let's get them out. See if we can get them to LeBron James. They'll sell like hotcakes, and they will. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Capitalism. You got to wonder where, and, and and that's what I said on on our last show. I I, I like the fact that LeBron is wearing the shirt. But I, mm-hmm. what I want to know when I see you wearing the shirt on your body, who manufactured the shirt, where did you buy the shirt mm-hmm. from? Are you buying it from the same perpetrators who who instigated this whole thing that brought you to I Can't Breathe? Where did you get your shirts mm-hmm. from? Uh, there was a campaign, um, hashtag, um, not, <laughs> one, <laughs> not one penny. <laughs> not one penny. Uh, so right. all of all of the money was supposed to turn around in the black community uh, from things manufactured uh, from owners and operators of their businesses, African American businesses. So tell right. me, where did you get your product from? Right. Hmm. right. I want to know that Cause too. Because I'm afraid. Really... I'm afraid that this and, I, and it's just like the rap industry, Jacob. We talked about this the other day. I'm afraid that the money is going right back up into those same communities that we're supposedly having problems with. I don't know how I could yeah. put that any different. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that it's bypassing us 
and going to them. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got a feeling they're at the top of that. It's like a mm-hmm. revolving chain. So you talk about to the Darren Wilson's uh, fund well, yeah. or whatever? I mean, well, not necessarily to him, but uh, to, to people that uh, uh, support him. I put it like that. The mm. supporters of Darren Wilson, the supporters of these Choco police officers, the supporters of these, uh, 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 what's the guy that shot, uh, the Trayvon Martin killers, uh, the supporters, oh, the, the, people that, mm-hmm. the people that give to these, that, 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 Make them who they are. I just got a feeling. It's like with with the uh, rap industry. I'm not a a rap a rap uh, genius, but I can say this: the people that are making the money above them <laughs> don't agree with what they're rapping, but it gets them money. And so I think Jacob alluded to that too. They might not always agree with what's being spit out, but at the same time, they're at the top of the chain. They're they're, they're at the top of the chain uh, uh, with mm-hmm. this. So the and same they know thing what we these, buy. They know what yeah. we. We are the, we're about 13 to 15 percent of the population, but people know we spend the most money on the most trivial things, and they will sell it to us. They know, I don't know what we buy. is catching up now. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to sound you know, like the, like that hashtag buy Felicia. They got a fucking show on that. For real, buy Felicia. that's what we on. Yeah, buy yeah. Felicia. They got yeah, dude. They actually got a show coming out. I think next month, if not this month. Yeah, wow. like if it's like hot, if it's hot and you selling products and it's man, like you said, it will wow. sell like hotcakes. Yeah, so so that's another aspect of this, the shirts and and putting them on LeBron James. Of course, he didn't have to pay for his, but if you could get them on TV on a LeBron James, can you imagine? Yeah, how those shirts are going to sell. LeBron is a brand. You, we have to remember when in the business industry. LeBron is really not a person. LeBron is a brand. And if I I can throw my product on a brand name, LeBron is a brand name. I can throw my product on there. Guess what? Angie B would be selling and making money too if LeBron would wear my stuff. Mm. He's a brand. I think he's got a contract with Nike or somebody. He probably took a a hit uh, for doing that, I'm pretty sure, because he's got a. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's supposed to wear Nikes, aren't he? Uh, Nike shirts or whatever. He's he's into something, but you're right. If you can get mm-hmm. there, boom, it's about that. So so my yeah. point back to where we started was we aren't really supporting with that. We aren't supporting with the hashtags. We aren't supporting, I mean, social media, CNN, and uh, mainly out of social media, Facebook, Twitter, and, and uh, Instagram aren't doing nothing mm-hmm. but making us sit at home and be a little bit more lazier about our support, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That, and I'm telling you this, since you brought up the news, I watch CBS. That's that's my channel right now. CBS? Yeah. Um, okay, okay. They basically, here in Atlanta, 46, Channel 46, in Atlanta, has been talking about this nonstop since day one. And the real thing is that I felt was particular about these other broadcast stations and CBS is CBS is out in the streets with the protesters and they're actually asking the protesters questions. Like, for instance, there were some protesters here in Atlanta that got arrested. And when they got arrested, CBS was right there and asked them, yo, why did you get arrested? And dude, one of the guys was like, Oh, I had a mask on. Another one said, uh, I stepped into the wrong line 
a wrong lane or something like that when traffic was coming and they arrested me. It was just it was just crazy stuff that they were so arrested for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it was it was crazy stuff, stuff and and nobody else nobody else shined light on that. Yeah. For CBS that I seen, CNN wasn't doing it. CNBC well, they gotta get wasn't doing it. Up. They, they want to be able to say X amount of people were arrested at this event. And that mm-hmm. makes them that makes it look like well maybe they don't need to have these events then if they're gonna be out there doing stuff to get arrested. I, you know I always pictured man when they said protesters arrested, I always pictured them fighting like John Wayne and Indians cowboys. You know in the old. <laughs> but yeah. you're right. <laughs> that's not a lot of it. You know, <laughs> that's just the hype behind it. And that's a good point. I didn't think about that. CBS is acting. People love CNN now, man. That's the flavor of the week now. CNN. Yeah. Oh God, I can't stand they CNN. T- and I can't either. But they tell us, <laughs> they tell us what to be worried about. Look, they'll say, and we're kind of straying off the subject a little bit. They'll say, okay, uh, let's this week let's make them worried about Ebola. All of a sudden, we're worried about Ebola. <laughs> Next week, let's make them worried about chicken soup. Chicken soup. We're all scared of chicken soup. Whatever they tell us to worry about, that's what we're about. So now that's why Ferguson has been flushed down the toilet. That's why you don't hear anything more that Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin, George Zimmerman of the world are gone. That's why Eric Garner is beginning to fizzle out. That's why this 12-year-old, he came up, now he's going down fast. They're looking for something. He'll be back. He'll be back next 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 year. When that when that stuff about that grand jury come out, then we'll they have another protest. Yeah, it's going to be another indictment. So we know about <laughs> that. I'm just well, saying. I, I agree. I got to get with, uh, with with you, Jacob, and we're going to have to get together on, on, on your deal, man. I know the other night, I think, when was your last show? Was it last night? It was last night, but we didn't. Man, actually, look, you tagged me into so, it, man, because I wanted to be a part of it. Okay. And, um, and I just didn't get the tag until afterwards. I was up late last night. Chris, man, I really appreciate it. So you producing with, uh, with Jacob? Yeah. Yeah, I've known Jacob for, like, what, eight years now? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we've been doing okay. safe bouts for like two to three years now. So yeah, okay, we okay. Well, man, I, I, I appreciate bit. the energy, man, and and I want to participate. Curtis is uh, from another show called Something for the Fellas. I think it's time for us to start getting together, man, like because it's folks like y'all, Jacob and Chris, and then Curtis. We're grassroots, man, in the in the radio world. While this, it don't get no different than this. Uh, you can drop the F-bomb here and you can't drop it on Main. Uh, you can talk sure. about things here that you can't do on mainstream. So this is where it starts. We got the Dr. Angela Bees out there that can come keep the mm-hmm. fellas straight when we get too too wild and drag <laughs> us back on point, which is what she did about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> on, on a slide. Hey, hey, we, hey, got a, we got an Angela B too, but her name is Queen B. <laughs> yeah, Queen. Yeah, Queen is a fool. Even though her her phone is off, quote quote, supposed to be back on tomorrow, according to well, Queen. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate the call, fellas. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to end it now. They they only give us so much into overtime. I don't know what that is, but I don't want it to end up with all of us just cutting off. So, I want to thank uh, Jacob. I want to thank Chris and uh, uh, Curtis. You still out there? Oh yeah, I'm here, Doc. I'm, I'm multitasking. I'm, I'm I'm right here, Doc. Oh, okay. I'm right here. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. And I guess it'll be Tuesday uh, before we do something else. I would like to get with you guys, and and I, I kind of had something I wanted to go into on Thursday, 
um, I'm going to shoot it out to Jacob and Chris, and I'm going to be looking for their information. I know they're still listening. I got to mute it, but contact Curtis too. I'm going to I'm going to keep in contact with him. Put Curtis in that group if he's not in. Are you in that group they got for the Battle of the Sexes? Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris added me okay, to the cool. Sex Battles. Yeah, he did. Okay, cool. We can't we, we can't let the we, we can't let your honor in there because that's just too much cussing. No, no, we, uh, we're gonna so keep your honor. We're gonna keep her exempt from that right there. Hey, I've been in. I've went in. I went in there and I came out. <laughs> <laughs> you literally came out. Well. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, uh, go ahead and, and get out and hopefully I can talk uh, both of you. I'm, I think maybe this weekend I'm gonna have a little something. I'll I'll talk to you off air about it. And uh, I want to thank both of you. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here. We love you here at the Soul of America Radio. If um, if you didn't know, Christmas is right around the corner. So I'm gonna end tonight with one of my favorites. I'm not going to give my saying. We're going to see you this weekend. Until then, you be you.